Hello, this is Darren Pulsifer. After decades of raising a family and building a career, I've decided to chase my dream and get my doctorate. With incredible encouragement from my wife, I'm headed back to school in my 50s. Join me on my journey as I try and find the balance between family, career, and school while obtaining my golden PhD. On today's episode, it's the first week of school. I'm a deer in the headlights. This week was my first week of starting my PhD program. I am Darren Pulsfer. I am in my 50s, and I decided to go back to school and start a PhD. Lots of reasons why, uh, which you can go out and read on my blog exactly, but I'll, I'll talk to you about it. I come from a family of educators. I always knew I wanted to get my PhD because I want to teach at the university level someday. I've been in my career for 30 years now. And um, my wife sat down with me about six months ago and said, it's time. We got to figure out how we can get your PhD. And um, I, you know, I came up with all the excuses why I shouldn't do it um, because I know how much time it's going to take. I haven't been writing um, like I used to write. And I knew it, just getting back in the groove of research and writing and all that, it, I knew it was going to take a lot of time. I remember what my MBA was like. Um, I needed to find a program out there that uh, made it easy for me to do with my career. I have three teenagers in the house. Um, and so I needed something flexible, something that I wouldn't have to go to campus for, uh, that I could do online, still learn a lot, still, um, you know, publish, research, do all the things that a normal PhD would do, but do it before I die. So I needed something that I could actually obtain and get and get done before I run out of time um, uh, to do this. So I found um, an online school that uh, gives me the flexibility that I need to do this. It's in my field of choice, which is in technology and technology management through a school of technology at North Central University. So I found the program, started it last week. This is uh, how my first week went. So I have to tell you, when I first um, took a look at the syllabus of my first class, uh, which I looked at before I signed up, I thought, okay, I, I think I can handle this. But when I really got into it and started looking, I went, oh my goodness, what did I just do? I had a paper due the first week, five to seven page paper. And then I went and looked and there's a paper due every week. I have to write a paper and or do a presentation. Um, in fact, in the second week, I have to write two papers. One's only two to three pages, not that big of a deal, but um, five, to, five to seven pages on average. Some papers are even bigger, 10 pages. And, um, and then I looked at all the reading I had to do. They give us lecture notes and videos to watch and articles to read. And then in that first... Um, that very first uh, assignment, I had to do 20, I had to research 20 articles, 10 business and 10 scholarly academic articles on technology management. And I just went, what did I just do? I thought I was just, so I jumped right on it. Um, I'm an early riser. I wake up about 5 a.m. every morning. Anyway, 
Um, and instead of going through my emails in the morning, I decided I'm just going to start plowing through uh, research and uh, gathering the, those research items, um, scanning, looking for what I was looking for, uh, listening to articles. I found a way to uh, listen to articles on my phone. Um, so my head felt like it was ready to explode. I sat down and started writing this paper, and I realized that um, it's been a long time since I wrote a paper. Um, let's just leave it at that. Thank you, Grammarly. You are a life send, um, and we'll talk about the, some of those tools. The first thing I had to do, though, was I, I read through all of the university information on submitting papers, and they have specific formats that everything's submitted in. I totally get it. Um, when I used to write books, I felt um, it was much easier to write when there was a template for me to fill out, and every and the format was consistent. Same case here. Follow the APA format. Um, but I didn't know what the APA format was. So I went and I started looking at the manual. There's so many rules and so many. I said, wait, I don't want to spend all my time just focusing on this APA format. I got to do something. I went and found a Word template that had the APA format filled out for me. Piece of cake. I just, it had the headings right, the spacing, it's double spaced. My citations, my bibliography, all that stuff had to be a certain way. Title page, abstracts, all, all that I didn't have to worry about. It was handled for me. I just filled out the template. So anyone else there, out there, starting their PhD program, thinking they want to do this, go read the resources that the university has for you. They pointed me to some of these things. Find a good word template. Use it. Use it, use it, use it. I don't know all the things that have to be done in APA, like diagrams and tables and quotes, and but I'm learning as I go along, and um, the, those templates gave me a real quick jump start, which uh, lifesaver, absolute lifesaver. So the first assignment, I want to talk about the first assignment. The goal was I learned about research types, quantitative, qualitative research. Um, I learned about constructs that researchers form. I didn't know those things. I had no idea what those were. I learned about variables in the construct. It was very fascinating. I thought, well, that's what you call those things. We, we kind of do them innately or maybe we do them ad hoc, but it was good to follow a structure. So I learned about that stuff. Now I had to take that stuff and actually analyze how other people did research in uh, technology of my own doing, anything I wanted. So I picked DevOps, development operations, something I know pretty well. Um, I've been in the DevOps industry before it was DevOps. I've written a book or two in the space, so I kind of knew a little bit about it. Um, so um, I said, hey, I'll, I'll research something I knew. I probably should have researched something I didn't know anything about. It would have probably been easier because my goal here was to analyze the research, not come up with new ways of doing DevOps. So I had to, I had to keep, keep myself in check, if that makes any sense. It was, it was a little difficult at first. I learned how to do research, how other people did research. So I could learn how I could do research for my dissertation two, two and a half years from now when I start working on it. Um, and I had to weed through 20 research sources. That took a lot of time to weed through them, see if they were 
um, something I could use in, in what I wanted to do. The good news is I did finish the paper. It was six and a half, almost seven pages long. And um, I took the learnings that I had in that paper and I just did a podcast for Embracing Digital Transformation, which is a podcast I do for Intel on um, the taxonomy of DevOps, which was one of the key areas that I researched uh, this last week. So I am using my PhD classes already at work. And that's exactly what we want to see. So here's what I learned um, on how to get through the first week. If anyone's out there wondering, um, read over the assignment at the beginning of the week. I did this Sunday night, um, late late Sunday night, because I, I wanted to jump on it. As soon as it opened up, I wanted to jump on it and find out what I needed to do. And I thought, okay, I understand what's going on. I started doing research. Monday evening, I read the assignment again. I started my research over because I didn't quite understand what the assignment was. Should have listened to the lectures before I did too much research. Um, once I listened to the lectures, then I really understood what I needed to put in the paper. I was making assumptions in the paper, in the instructions. Um, they were a little vague to me because I didn't understand the terms they were using were actual terms in the lecture that I needed to follow. They were research terms like construct variable, uh, quantitative, qualitative. They mean specific things and they wanted us to show in the paper what those things meant and to show examples of that. So that was my first thing that I learned. I wasted a little bit of time. I was so eager because I needed to listen to the lectures, read the assignment first, listen to the lectures, read the assignment again, then go and do your, your research, right? One thing that I did that I thought was pretty nifty. It helped me out quite a bit when I wrote the paper. Whenever I uh, saw a research paper, which I find on our online library, I um, I went ahead and said, uh, save those research, email them to me. And I said, email me the APA citation, which was a dream. I didn't have to format the citations in my bibliography. I just cut and paste them right out of my email dropped them into my uh, bibliography, way to go. And then I downloaded the PDF files of all that research into my OneDrive, which I have for that assignment. So I've got 20 articles in there. Um, um, I annotate directly in on those articles. Um, I have my bibliography all in my um, APA document before I even start writing, which was wonderful because when I started writing, and I went to go look at um, one of my sources and look at it. I had the name and the year, and I just put that right in the thing. I already knew it was in my bibliography. I was good to go. Right. The other really cool thing that I found was grammatical or grammatically, whatever that Grammarly, that's the name of the product. Grammarly was um, great, right? Because it helps me. I have a tendency to use passive voice a lot when I write, uh, which I'm get, I'm trying to get over. I would switch tense up all the time. It was a it's a mess, right? When I when I'm I'm getting used to it. One thing I found though was that Grammarly distracts me. Um, I would get caught up on trying to fix one sentence instead of getting all the ideas out on the page. 
So one tip I have is turn Grammarly off. Get your ideas out on the page in the outline form that you have. And then go back through and try and make sense of your crazy mind that you just dumped out on the page. And use Grammarly to make sure that it's cohesive and you're following grammar rules and, and all those things. Another thing I did in Grammarly was I cranked up the, um, there's settings on there. I cranked it up to expert level and academia. Um, you know, I'm not writing for business in these papers. I am writing for um, my professor who is a PhD um, so I didn't want to come across as my fourth grade writing that I normally do day to day because that's about uh, my writing skills, at least right now. That will get better over time. I'm absolutely positive. Another thing I learned was um, in my papers, I need to write in present tense and past tense. And if I need another tense, most I can do is present perfect tense, which I didn't know what present perfect tense was. I use it all the time. I had to look it up and it's um, have learned something. So it's have plus the verb. Um, so that's, that's, what I, that's what I learned in this first week. Um, I spent a lot of time this first week, probably more time than I am in planning on spending every week. I probably spent 20 something hours uh, this first week getting settled in and trying to figure it out. But I lurked at the assignment for this week. I got another 20 hours this week. I'm absolutely positive. So if you're interested in my first paper, let me know. Reach out to me. I, I will post it once I get my grade. I should get my grade in the next three or four days. You'll hear about that in the next episode. Thank you for listening to Golden PhD today. I hope you liked the episode. If you did, give us five stars on your favorite podcast site and then subscribe to our YouTube channel. Also, you can find out more information about Golden PhD at goldenphd.org. Until next week, go out and chase your own golden dreams.